the psalmist says, Ooh, I think they like me. Better yet I know. Light camera action when I walk through the dough. My God, today. Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't feel comfortable just being yourself? You thought that in order for people to like you, you had to put on an act. And it was light camera action when you walked in the door. I'm here to tell you that your goal should be being who God designed you to be and not what other people want you to be. Have you ever seen a Chevy with butterfly doors? Probably not because Chevys were not designed to have butterfly doors and some of you are walking around looking like that's not how you work. That's not you. We know it's not you. But if you can grasp hold to your God-given identity, you can be consistent. Doesn't matter if I meet you in the trap, in the mall, in the club, anywhere I meet you, guaranteed. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I am Briss. I'm Doyen. <laughs> Yay! I meant to have, you know, <laughs> applause, something ready. <laughs> you know. You know. We just, I am, I am all discombobulated tonight. Anyway, <laughs> Doyen, why don't you tell us how everything's been going? what you're drinking what's this fancy drink you're drinking tonight <laughs> i'll start off with my fancy drink so it's called the big text and it's basically just like grapefruit juice bourbon um simple syrup and two basil leaves and you like shake it in your strainer and you have to put ice in the strainer and you shake it and then you strain it out and then you can add more ice and pour it over or you could just not leave ice i'm just saying this for chris <laughs> I was not gonna say anything. <laughs> I just try to make my notifications for you just so that you can enjoy it. Okay. But it's really good and I think you should try to make it yourself. So it's delicious. Okay, say it again now. Say it again for me and all the get all the listeners. It's called the big text. Like huh? Texas, but just text. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and what's in it? Oh, oh. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so again it is two um just for one drink it's two tablespoons of fresh grape juice uh, grapefruit juice um mm-hmm. one part bourbon i googled mm-hmm. and part means whatever you want it to mean so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um half a tablespoon of simple syrup and then two basil leaves and then you put it in your cocktail mixer with five cubes of ice and you shake it well five <laughs> is it that <laughs> is it that specific i mean what else do you think is gonna mix it if you don't put ice in your shaker i i use my shaker all the time without ice but i was saying <laughs> does it really say five yes. like it's, it's it specifies five yes. well you do have a fancy drink i have all of those ingredients except for the grapefruit juice you have basil at your house yeah. Oh, I had to go get it. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I don't. I only have, I have sage. I have fresh sage. I do have basil, but they're dried leaves. Gotcha. So not, but I, they are the whole ones though. I do buy the whole basil leaves, but they are dried. So I would need to get fresh basil. Yeah. I'm going to try that. It feels pretty good. So what's been going on? Oh, 
you know, not a whole lot. Um, this weekend was supposed to be a chill weekend. I was supposed to be at home, and then I didn't do any of that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Saturday I went to a hot yoga class, and yeah, this was a new location. It was closer to where I live, but it was a different type of yoga. So it was a little bit less hot. It was like ninety degrees. But then the yoga was like pretty much a regular yoga workout <laughs> in 90 okay. degree weather. So it kicked my ass. But I was so happy when I was done because at least I finished it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've been to hot yoga, but I did not like it. Yeah. Couldn't breathe. <laughs> you know, the first time I did it, I was, it was back when my sister was in Atlanta for the first time. And... Mm-hmm. We went to it, and half the time, I was just like, okay, I got to sit down, because I can't do this. <laughs> um, oddly enough, every time I think that I can't do it, I had a cousin that had cancer, and in the midst of his chemotherapy, he was still doing hot yoga twice a day. So <laughs> wow. when I wow. feel like I can't do something, I think about him, and I'm like, okay, you can do this, girl. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. What else you had going on? Um... Other than that, I I did some crafty stuff this weekend again. I took care of babies again at church. And oh, your picture was so adorable. <laughs> I actually only because it was me by myself, so I had two kids, but one was teething, and he kind of got mad, and we just returned him to his parents. But what's <laughs> <laughs> his heart? You know me. I'm like, okay, baby starts crying. First thing I do is like, huh, maybe the diaper needs to be changed, which I did change it. I was like, maybe he's hungry, but I didn't have a bottle for him. So we were going to go check and see if they had a bottle for him, but she said he wasn't hungry. And then she told me, she was like, oh, he's teasing, so he's just dead. So she took her baby back, and that was just me and the other one. <laughs> okay. Well, I bet y'all had fun just to do it, y'all. <laughs> well... My weekend, well, I'll start with my drink because I have a very simple <laughs> drink <tonight. laughs> I am drinking just a regular old Coke and rum, a uh, cherry Coke and rum. Uh, the plan <laughs> was to stop by the store and get ginger beer because I was going to make a Jaeger mule. Huh. I have a bottle of Jaeger in my refrigerator that's been there for like almost two years. I'm about to say, huh? <laughs> And I asked, I asked the uh, guy at the liquor store the other day, I was like, does Jaeger expire? And he's like, nah. I was like, but what if it's been there for like two years? And he's like, nah, it should be fine. <laughs> and back then I used to, you know, I'm not as wild as I <laughs> used to be. <laughs> so that was back when I was in the uh, habit of making Jaeger bongs. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, those. That was also back at the time when I was not crippled by anxiety and <laughs> did a lot of did a lot of hosting at my place. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got my friends turned on to Jaeger bombs. But anyway, once I stepped outside the office to walk to my car and that wind whipped across my face, it said, No girl, you gonna make one stop and it's at your house. <laughs> So oh. <laughs> I just had to make do with what I had at home. <laughs> this weekend was okay. I mean, I I went to Walmart, so that is a big deal because I avoid Walmart at all costs. <laughs> like I, I probably haven't. You know what? It probably honestly has. Mm, I was about to say it's been a year, but it hasn't been quite a year 
because I went to a baby shower a while back and I went and got some stuff out of mm-hmm. Walmart. But it, I try my best not to go, but I went early so that I could try, try to avoid the crowd, mm-hmm. although there's no right. such thing. <laughs> you could go that. three o'clock in the morning, parking <laughs> lot full. <laughs> you literally can't. So I just, you know, but it wasn't bad. I was able to get in and out. And also, as some of you may or may not know, I am a huge Game of Thrones fan. So I have been rewatching. And this weekend, I landed on season seven. <laughs> and I'm getting so excited! <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm getting so excited. That's about all that I did this weekend was go to Walmart, actually, like, read. Mm-hmm. And yeah, watch Game of Thrones. I also need to catch up on. So I'm going to stop Game of Thrones right now. Because I do have a little time before the next season starts. It didn't start until April. But like next week, the new season of American Gods starts back. And I need to rewatch season the season one. I typically don't re Game of Thrones is really the only show that I rewatch. But it's been like two years since the last um time American Gods was on. So I need to rewatch so that I'm fresh because it's been so long and that's about it yeah my life revolves around television oddly enough um <laughs> i started watching Dame the virgin again and um i'm just gonna say that sin rostro is the illest <laughs> i never uh, got into jane and i guess i is. need to so there's i stopped watching for a reason because i didn't approve of her love choices but my coworker caught me up and so I know that okay. trouble don't last always. And so <laughs> Okay. So I am back into it and I'm gonna I'm it's like a telenovela, so like the seasons are long and it's just a whole lot of episodes for no reason. But I'm yeah. still gonna watch it. <laughs> uh I love telenovelas. Listen, I watch telenovelas. I don't have a clue of what they're saying, but it's so dramatic and it's so fun. It's so everything. Like I enjoy, like I truly enjoy watching them when I happen upon them. I truly enjoy it. And I don't know where anybody's saying, but yeah, I think they kind of tried to make this for like the first gen Americans, but then just like the normal Americans got on on it. But not like, you yeah. know, first gen, because I am a first gen, but uh, it's just like, I know lots of people that watch that show so that was fun okay yeah. so let's move okay. on to um our current events so first i wanted to talk about um again one of the aunties of the show <laughs> uh, mary j blige said <laughs> she ain't yes, saying no more broke men <laughs> amen <laughs> Auntie. And for good cause, because she had to pay <laughs> spousal support. <laughs> Listen, that whole situation, like spousal support, and she had to pay child support for kids that wasn't hers. Right. How does this happen? <sighs> and God. for him to be running around spending her money on travel with his mistress, it was literally Ugh. she was his lover and his secretary. <laughs> 
But not no more. <laughs> now, I was about to say, not no more. <laughs> I just, you know, so one thing I really like about that whole article, first of all, I love Nicole. I love Hello, Nicole. Um, but one thing I loved about that article is how they, people always want to, well, men, <laughs> men always want to <laughs> classify women as gold diggers or opportunists simply because we want someone who can provide for us. But is that not your job? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's not like, well, I yeah. don't have a list, but if I had a list <laughs> of things that I look for in a mate, having money is like not the top of the list, but me being happy in the relationship is at the top of the list. And I'm not going to be happy if you broke. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it, it goes without saying. Like, I don't have to say, oh, I want somebody who's, because Mary said from now on, she only dated men who can secure the bag. <laughs> and it's like, I've never put it in those terms, but let's face it. If you broke, I'm not going to be happy. Happy is the number one thing on my list. And if we struggling, I'm not going to be How to be happy? I love when they mm-hmm. said, we are the gold, mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be secure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting your mate to play a part in that. Now, what I'm not going to do is depend on right. either. But, because right. I can make my own way. But if I will be sitting up here <laughs> dividing and subtracting, <laughs> dividing and subtracting, I might as well divide and subtract by myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but good for her. I I think we all, you know, have to get to a point where we realize like what we do believe is gonna make us happy and what is worth our time and our energy. And so um yeah. he he drug her through for a minute, but she said, I am not doing this again. <laughs> And I'm glad. Right. And she deserves. She deserves. Yeah. I want her to be happy. Right. <laughs> I want her to be happy. All I really want is to be happy. Oh, I was sorry. just going to let you finish. <laughs> you me right. <laughs> I sing very well in the shower. Speaking of showers. <laughs> so today I was doing like stand-up comedy in my shower. And I was like this. <laughs> never in my life heard wait a minute wait a minute of all the things i've heard people do in the shower i've never I've heard a stand-up comedy a please tell us more really shy about it but basically i was just talking about you know there's some stuff we grew up and then all of a sudden the stuff we like is bad for us now so like hot showers they're like no you should go take cold showers and i'm like fuck that oh no <laughs> so i I can't, I can't even get it out. Okay, so you're like a Seinfeld yeah. type of comedian. Like you like to stick to like mm-hmm. real life stuff. Precisely. <laughs> you're 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 an observant comedian. So this is something mm-hmm. you've observed. That hey, <laughs> wow, I love it. I'm not a I good storyteller. I just I lose you know the what, punchline though, I... every time. But I can tell you about a situational thing. But <laughs> 
I think that that is awesome. <laughs> I think that you should record yourself one day. <laughs> well, I mean, if you record yourself doing the jokes and like send it to me, I might even take the shower sounds out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like you're comedy because you are very funny. Like I've said that to you before, like you're very funny. Um, But most of the time, (laughs) the things that you say that are really funny, you whisper them. (laughs) So it's like, everyone needs to hear Everyone needs to hear the shade. (laughs) (laughs) Right, the shade. (laughs) But yeah, I love that. I'm going to try. Try to do something other than sing. I'll get back with y'all. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. So moving along. So the next topic was Solange, <laughs> and it kind of happened like right around when we were dropping the episode. But I was like, we have to talk about this. So Solange did like a yes. takeover on Black Planet, <laughs> and all of us were trying yes. to figure out our luck. <laughs> All of Twitter was like, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, listen, I don't remember my password. I don't even remember what my, like my, my name was. Oh, like, I don't okay. remember any of that from Black it was Black. definitely down ass <laughs> chick because I was really into it. <laughs> <laughs> undergrad the last time I was on Black Planet. That's just how oh, long ago that was. was. And I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember anything. Like I don't, re- I don't yeah, remember but... anything. I don't even have that same email address. I I do know what email address it was attached to and I don't even have that same email address anymore. So I can't even do the <laughs> I forgot my password. <laughs> um, I just feel like honestly I think we should make a mass exodus to Black Planet again. I know it's a little bit ratchet, but, like, I just, it annoys me how much, like, you know, BuzzFeed, like, capitalizes on us just being funny as shit. And, (laughs) you know, like, Instagram, Instagram, you'll see a picture of a tweet, and then it gets to Facebook, it's a picture of a tweet, and I'm like, Facebook can't come up with their own jokes. They always gotta, like... No, they can't, because all of my friends who live on Facebook always send me things and I'm like um I left this three weeks ago like (laughs) catch up please (laughs) like we laughed we laughed at this last week on Instagram and about three weeks ago on Twitter so I'm over it now I'm about to hit my forgot your password (laughs) (laughs) you know I might need to create a new but you know BuzzFeed probably high key and low key already created an account because they're like <laughs> think about something funny, <laughs> but you 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 bring up a good point though because that aggravates me too. Like when brands, you know, I that when brands tweet these funny or what they think are funny comebacks, and it's like you, everybody love black, but don't nobody want to be black when yeah. it's time to be black. Because it's it was funny to me at first, especially when you see like Burger King mm-hmm. and Wendy's going back and forth at each other. But like the more brands do that, the more it aggravates me because Tough you're copying us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like that sounds like a I don't know if he was choking on some stuff or what. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. 
But um, yeah, Solange is just. So yeah. I haven't watched the visual yet. I was actually gonna watch it today, uh, during lunch during my lunch, but then mm-hmm. I did not get to have a real yeah. lunch, so I didn't get to watch it. So I might watch it in bed tonight. I, I think it's it only visual. like thirty minutes. Um. So, um, uh, there are wedding bells in the air, which I'm super excited about. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, no, that's me. We gotta talk about the wedding before we talk about the other thing. But um, so congrats, Issa Rae. She just got engaged, and so the funny thing about it is, like, we saw her ring, but people, and there were some rumors out in the world that like her and Kofi had a thing, and she was engaged. Him. Yeah. It turns out that she was engaged to her longtime boyfriend who was there for her like back in the awkward black girl days. <laughs> Do we know anything no, about him? The ring looks so nice that I assume he has money. Um he's from Senegal, which she is too. So maybe they kind of met at their as my coworker would say, the meetings. She is convinced that we had Nigerian <laughs> meetings that nobody knows about. <laughs> I'm convinced y'all did too. If we have me, I'm not, <laughs> I'm there, I'm not trying to go. <laughs> it's like all of y'all know each other, and that it's, just can't be. Funny. Like that just can't be. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure that's how white people look at us too. <laughs> yeah. Right. We Especially are if meeting. it's like two or three of us in the hallway, they're like, what are they doing? I'm like <laughs> mm, congregate. Um yeah, so she has been with this guy for over a decade. Um, the only thing I've been with over a decade is Harry Potter. <laughs> That's I my commitment with but, Harry. Uh, that yeah, so he was with her before the fame, and they said they have a very private relationship. But now they're engaged, girl. The ring looks nice from the side. Because he's a sunshine. Has she, like, formally mm. made the announcement yet? Not that I have seen, but she posted mm. She posted mm-hmm. it on Instagram with her hand in her hair, so she wanted us to see it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> she did. She did the same pose I do when I just get my nails done. <laughs> Me and I need everybody to see. Girl, I don't even have cubits or cony. I have crystals. I got a, I got a black tourmaline ring and a rose quartz. Yeah, so congratulations to her. Um, I have met her before, and so I feel like yeah. whether she believes it or not, hey. we are friends. Oh, you told me about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all are friends. You right. actually met her, so y'all are BFFs. <laughs> So Jordan went to the Red Table Talk, and I feel yes. like it was very tastefully done. I feel like Jada's probably mad because she looked at those you. impressions like this is the highest it ever been. <laughs> Why don't y'all watch the rest of our shit? <laughs> no, because that's how. No, petty. <laughs> no, Red uh, Table Talk does really well. I mean, honestly, the the uptick in the views is probably from yeah. white girls and girls who stand for Kardashian yeah. and wanted to um, see what Jordan yeah, had to Yeah, so say. me and two of my coworkers, one being white, 
um, watched it on Friday. And she's like, I really like Jada. I should watch more of her stuff. And I'm like, how did you not like Jada before? I think she didn't like certain characters she played. But I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was like, Jada on Magic Mike 2. Okay, and girl, bye. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, I love Gotham too. I Penguin's love Gotham. Go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I love that she started off with like, just setting the narrative for that moment so she was like yeah let's look at her with compassion and kind of find out what she had going on yeah um yeah and let me let (laughs) me give us a round of applause because the black girls really stepped up jordan's back you know it felt beautiful it felt beautiful to see all of it online how we all stepped up and just built a fence around her because that family is powerful and dangerous and we're not gonna let you have her and i'm sure that they i am i feel confident that she and kylie at Mm -hmm. the very least will mend their friendship and they'll probably be friends again and that's fine like i'm okay i'm well i'm okay with that like as they do with me but that's fine but what y'all not gonna do is come after her for something so, uh, that is Chloe was fault. like, oh, I need attention too. So she talked about on Twitter, uh, you broke our family. And I'm like, so him fucking everybody else? <laughs> everybody else! She was the one that broke your family? <laughs> but people dragged her to the Hush. point where she was like, oh, I'm mad at Tristan too. <laughs> Right. And then she came back again and said, like, it's just been a it's just been, you know, a rough few days. And no, it's not Jordan's yeah. fault. It's Tristan's fault. And <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, but it's changed that too. For filth. For sure. <laughs> it's just so funny because, yeah, like you're right. Like, right. Girls, we just was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Especially like her story. like, And I'm so happy about yeah, it. Yeah, it was she put herself in the wrong place at the wrong time, but I was just like, she didn't do anything wrong. And yeah, she didn't do anything wrong. And I mean, she didn't do anything that 21 year old me wouldn't have done. Like she Mm -hmm. may have been a little too cozy with him, but that happens, you know, it happens, especially when you're young and drunk. And it's like, she said, she's like, she's never been so drunk to where she's going to black out. Or that she doesn't remember everything, but it does, like you know, <laughs> it right. smooths Whiskey some of your makes sharper you decisions. You and yes. you know these new girls yes. love some <laughs> There are still, of course, there are still people out there who believe it's yeah. a publicity stunt, and it could be. I really don't know. I don't put yeah. anything the past the Kardashians. <laughs> so I exactly well (laughs) you know we do call them all kardashians but it's because that's the name that they have marketed even though i mean well well (laughs) even though bruce jenner was a celebrity in his own right and now Mm -hmm. he is a celebrity for something (laughs) different but it was like oh there was this meme and it was like Tristan is like damn what I'm had to do to get away I guess I have to fuck they, they should have did the uh, the meme from the fire documentary oh well <laughs> that's what you gotta do to get out 
And like I said, I, I mean, I don't have any children, but I definitely understand the, and I used to, so I used mm. to love the show, the Keeping Up with Kardashians, way, way back. I haven't watched it in years. I stopped watching it right before mm. Kim and Kanye started dating. Right when she divorced that other guy's when I stopped. But anyway, I used to love that show. And one thing that I knew from watching that show is how big of mm-hmm. an effect their parents' divorce had on them. And they struggled with it so much. That's the reason why Courtney wouldn't, well, I mean, <laughs> that's not the only reason. She had plenty of reasons not to marry Scott. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the main reasons she didn't want to marry him because she was like, I don't want to marry and get divorced. I don't want to do that to my kids. And so I can see Chloe like trying to keep her family together, trying to do what she thinks is best for her child. But girl, at the end of the day, like, a baby ain't gonna keep no nigga and never has. Have you not seen never will, Tyler Perry? And let him go. Give him free. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just like at the end of the day. Yeah, I just I don't have any sympathy for them, but I do feel I feel bad for Jordan because she is getting like, you know, attacked by. And then (laughs) it's kind of like uh Red Rachel Roy Lemonade came out (laughs) and they were dragging both Rachel Roy and Rachel Ray and Rachel Ray is look I'm just trying to make this meatloaf by hand like what are y'all talking about yeah and then she was like but since y'all here let me drop this recipe I got for lemonade (laughs) I was like yes unproblematic queen I love her (laughs) but um Larsa Pippen who I mean she's friends with Chloe and them even she came out and was like Jordan needs to tell the truth that 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 and if she broke up their family, she needs to have responsibility. Like, girl, what in you fucking future? Why you still married to Scott mm-hmm. Pippen? Like, in public? You publicly out with future? <laughs> like, what are you talking <laughs> all of these, All of these women seem to forget. <laughs> and we don't. And we don't. Oh. Also, a lot of like mistruths that came out. Like they're like, "Oh yeah, they were sleeping together for a month," and she's like, "Girl, we we kissed." Right. There was no time. Jada even was. Jada was like, "How y'all kiss?" <laughs> and I love. I was like, "Thank you for asking." I love that Jada. I love that she provided a safe place for Jordan to be honest, mm-hmm. and I love the way. I mean, Jada is a mama and she approached it like a mom. Yeah. She did exactly how my mom would do me. Like, even if my mom believes in my innocence, she's still gonna probe me to get yes. everything out. And Jada was like, so y'all wasn't smoochy smoochy and all of together. <laughs> Jada was like, the <laughs> intro <laughs> the intro was hilarious because she's like, now all three families have been yes. caught into drama. And I'm like, <laughs> yes! I was she said that I was like three and I can't don't read the it in nobody I am just so glad that 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 they I'm so glad that Jordan has this type of relationship with them and I'm so glad that Will and all of his star power and Jada and all of her they are a powerful couple and I am so glad that she has a power force behind her as well yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. It was just hilarious that she's like three things caught in scandal. I'm like, no girl, it's two. <laughs> like I was, I 
I was legit trying to think of who that third family was. And I was like, Ooh. and I thought, well, maybe she's counting Kardashian and Jenner. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't. And then when she later on and when she said the Smith family, I was like, Jada. <laughs> And then and then Will shows up. He's like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm on set for Bad Boys Three. I'm working, <laughs> so y'all know." I was gonna say, "Okay, yeah," but I love them, and yeah, I I'm happy that she did have that yeah. safe space because um, if she had been, there's no way this would have occurred in a in a white. No, no, but. it wouldn't. <laughs> oh, we love the Smiths. We love them. Oh my, so hard. So, moving along to our someone something this week. Stop laughing! Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to fuck the police part. That's so <laughs> It is always fuck the police. <laughs> Backtrack to the fuck the police part. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, there's this 12-year-old rapper... They had to appear in court. And I'm like, 12 years mm-hmm. old? Like, why? So he's arrested in the mall in Cobb County, Georgia, on charges of illegally selling his CD. And it's just like, white's gone white. Yeah. Like, even like, even in Plano, where I live, they'll be like, um, you know, somebody sometimes will be selling their CDs in a grocery store, like, parking lot. And I'm like, I'm not going to call the police no (laughs) i mean honestly (laughs) i mean i'm sure you're not surprised but i often do buy the cd i don't have cash that's why the only time i don't don't is when i don't have cash (laughs) and you know i usually because i love underground artists and so the last few times i have mentioned to them though you gotta, you gotta do better than the cd like the last guy that came up to me at a gas station i was like dog my, I don't even know if my car has a CD player. <laughs> it does have a USB, though. You need to get some jump drives or something. <laughs> right. on I was about to say, <laughs> like, give me a SoundCloud link. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I love the hustle. I love the hustle. But what yeah. really bothered me about this, I, this happened a while back. And I remember seeing the video clip of when he actually got arrested. But he just mm-hmm. recently, you know, showed up for court and got officially charged. I'm trying to scroll back and see what all the charges were. It was a lot. And I don't see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're charging him with a felony. And it's like, a felony? And at the time, right. he wasn't even selling the CDs. And to me, I think that's very, it's very, if you saw the video, it was very clear he wasn't mm-hmm. selling CDs. I feel like if he was selling CDs, that they would have had footage of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And the child and his mom both have been, well, his parents, both his parents have been asking, hey, release the footage from the body cam. Look at the footage from mm-hmm. the body cam and you'll see I don't have any CDs. I wasn't selling CDs. He had been in the past. And they had gotten yeah. to him about it. But he hadn't done that, you know, at that time. And it's just ridiculous. It's like, 
It reminds me of the little girl who was trying to sell water, and here come Permit Patty. Yeah. <sighs> it's okay. Benjamin Coon is coming. <laughs> it's coming. Okay. He's coming, and he's going to sue y'all for filth. <laughs> it's coming. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, so they kept trying to push the body cam footage, which, of course, you know, they're real sketchy with the body cam footage. But It's like, why just... have these body cams if y'all never going to... It's like they I mean, never want to release body cam footage. He's twelve years old. Like he ain't even hit puberty yet. And right. y'all just already like what is it about black kids that you think they're grown when they're not? Girl, listen, <laughs> listen. But they're like a nineteen year old would shoot down a whole school and they're like, Oh, he's just alive. That listen, <laughs> that is a topic that is a whole show <laughs> by itself. Because You're right. I, I Hey, now let me get in my bag, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, moving along to our someone something. <laughs> we meant it this uh, time. So this week um, in politics, I cannot imagine that you haven't heard about this. Oh, God. But uh, Michael Cohen got to testify to Congress, and he's saying like a fucking canary. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, he was telling all the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was telling business in a way that, like, I don't feel like Olivia Pope would have never. Right. <laughs> I was like, and you call yourself a fixer? Like, you don't even, you don't even deserve, like, you don't deserve that title. Olivia Pope would he never do this. <laughs> fed up. He said, I have fixed things, but I am no longer your fixer, Mr. Trump. <laughs> And we'll share the article later, but they kind of talk about, like, five takeaways. And I think the biggest thing, which wasn't really that big, was kind of big, was he was like, dude, like, Trump is racist as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, we know. (laughs) Right, we know. And as an aside to that, and after he talked about all that stuff, one of the Republicans, I guess, senators or congressman was like oh trump's not racist oh god here's a black employee oh god oh god <laughs> he's like you think people don't like paying their rent <laughs> oh god you think people don't like eating food <laughs> i like, just but it was like it was like um like an aide or something i'm like trump isn't paying attention to who his aides are <laughs> well that no, that lady has a position that she is not qualified yeah. for. <laughs> she is over like public housing for New York and New Jersey. Yeah, that she has a position that she's totally unqualified for. But that was the same thing with the um, exactly um, Carson. Exactly, exactly. It's like the blacks they can take care of housing. Yeah, I mean they grew up in them. They all grew right. up in them. So. They all grew up in the projects. <laughs> they all grew up in the projects. So they know what to in the do. Inner city. <laughs> Like dang, it was just. <sighs> but the the best part of this all was um, I just love these new Democratic Congress women yes. <laughs> that we have. Yeah. So Representative Rashida, I don't even want to try to actually say her Talib. Yes, I go, uh, <laughs> I I use that time that we that we talked about all the new. Females. Yeah, I YouTubed it so I could hear. Okay. Have to say it. <laughs> All right. Well, she was like, "Hey, y'all, uh, that's super fucking racist that you bring up a black person and be like, oh, look, he's not racist.'" 
And it was hilarious to me. And people were like, oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know what it is about Democrats. Sometimes they just feel like they need to take the higher moral ground. And like the Republicans absolutely refuse to. Why do we still have to try to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Call them out on their shit. And that's and, what these new congresswomen do. And honestly, like in the past, Democrats have, we've always viewed ourselves as the more intelligent. Mm-hmm. And so like that was part of our whole bag was we're more intelligent and we can come at you in a more intelligent way. And we're going to handle this like mature, intelligent people. And it's like, no, because guess what? The general public is not that intelligent. So mm-hmm. we need to get dirty with these Republicans. Drag them. It's time. Drag them by the lace front. Uh, this new um, Congress is not here to play. Like, I read not a... here to play. <laughs> I read a push notification. They're like, they're researching Trump, all his finances. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Everything, and I'm like... <laughs> but part of it, part of it just annoys me because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The people that support him are going to still, none of this will affect his base. None. They will still um, support him. And because he hasn't, here's the thing about Trump. Everything that he's done, he said he was going to do it. <laughs> right. His motives have been very clear from day one. And it doesn't really matter. They're still going to support him. Now, you know, there were a lot of swing voting and mm-hmm. maybe that maybe it'll affect that but then again it doesn't matter because he did not win the popular vote anyway the last right. time yeah this morning i got well earlier today i got a push notification that said that four in ten would vote to reelect trump again the problem with hillary won we're we're not going to talk about popularity but the problem was that like there's states where jill stein got a lot of votes yeah that, if if that would have gone to Hillary, we would be in a whole different place. And so, like, four in ten scares me because there's six more people, yeah. but what are they going to vote? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but I am so happy for the people who are in there now, just, like, staring yeah. the waters and starting to, like, speak up. And I know... People are so mad at AOC, or Republican people are so mad at AOC all the time. But I'm like, she is speaking up, and she, you know, we just gotta wait for her to be old enough to run for president. To be honest, but- I I visualize those old white men laying in bed at night on their back, shaking their fists down Alexandria, <laughs> shaking their fists at the heavens. Yeah. With her red lipstick. <laughs> I mean, I, I I know that she gets in their craw. Like, I know that they have new ulcers just because she exists. <laughs> and I love it. so happy, yeah. <laughs> because she's so smart. And yeah. they are not used to someone willing to put things, A, in layman terms, so that everyone understands <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're not used to someone who's going to call you out on your shit on the spot and she's not going she's going to give it to you in a way that you know you got it so it's not going over your head yeah and i love it 
I love it. Yeah, and I think also, like, of course, the age and, like, where she comes from is a huge factor. So they're oh, yeah. used to, like, maybe she would be an eight, but now she's calling you on your shit because she is your peer. Right. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> right. All, all in all, I think this election woke a lot of women up. So, like, a lot of women have decided, hey, I'm going to run and we'll see how it goes. And she's amazing. She is. And moving along. Warm and fuzzy moment. <laughs> Warm and fuzzy petty moment. <laughs> to our poor life decision. <laughs> all right. So for this week, we wanted to talk about self-reflection. Reflection. Reflection. <laughs> Honestly, I I struggle with this simply because I just don't remember what I did half the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't, well, I know what I ate for lunch today and maybe yesterday. But like last week, like, I don't know what I ate. I don't know if that is, you know something I did well at (laughs) so we wanted to talk about both self-reflection on a personal front and then kind of like in a professional front but yeah the practice of self-reflection and so the first article we read was Harvard's Harvard Business Review and it was talking about kind of more on a professional front and talking about leaders but I think there's a lot of takeaways that we can take So overall, we have seen like self-reflection is really positive and um, creates like a happier, more productive, less burned out people in general. There's a reason they talk about leaders, but I think we all can think about it. But they're talking about why leaders don't do it. And so uh, the first thing was (laughs) leaders don't understand the process. So many leaders don't know how to reflect. (laughs) And so he was talking about a client he had, which would not commit to like, well, he committed to spending an hour on Sunday mornings reflecting, but didn't actually ever do it. And so the guy was like, why aren't you doing it? He's like, well, I don't really know (laughs) how to do it, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know. That's one thing. Like, it's a big thing. It's like people don't really know how to reflect. The other reason, next reason was they just don't like the process. And so in this world of like, go, 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 we really hate sitting still. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's funny enough, in my yoga class, she would make us hold positions. And she's like, I know you don't like this because we are in those worlds of go, go, go. But hold it. And so like, it's funny because we were doing the uh, fire hydrant, which is basically when a dog lifts his leg up in a fire mm-hmm. hydrant, and she make us hold it, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Like <laughs> this hurts." <laughs> I'm like, two days later, my ass still hurts <laughs> because of it. <laughs> but she's like, in this world of go go go, we don't know how to sit yeah. and be in that. So the next one was don't like the results, <laughs> and honestly, I get it. So even, (laughs) yeah, like sitting with yourself and your emotions sometimes, there's something I did today. I think I just ate and didn't check my blood sugar before. And then I was like, girl, you're being a badass diabetic. And I was like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I checked my blood sugar, but I was like, I don't really like me shaming myself in that way. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't have to shame yourself. I needed it in that moment. It's like there's no reason why you cannot check your blood sugar before you eat. 
why do you check your blood sugar? So, like, literally, I had to have that adult, you know, heart-to-heart conversation with myself. I'm like, girl, why are you doing this? Why do you continue to do this? <laughs> and that's what I was talking about, I think, one day. Oh, oh. <laughs> just, just, we're not recording a show. Right. Never mind, guys. There's not a show you're listening to tonight. <laughs> Don't worry. No. But um, like with church, I was thinking about something. I was studying about something, and God um told me he was like um remember how like you know Lot's wife looked back at Sodom and Gomorrah? She was salty, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, dude, <laughs> that was rude. Mm-hmm. But okay, <laughs> I just I think <laughs> yeah, I call anything rude that's just really just telling me about that. That's really telling the truth. <laughs> The next one was having a bias towards action. So the idea that like, you know, sometimes you do, you may find a fault in your thinking and you may push it to, oh, let me go do this, this, and this instead. And sometimes you just need to sit with it. I find this with so many people, (laughs) mostly with men, but with a lot of people that I work with, they always equate being a busybody, being busy, means I'm doing something and it's like girl all you're doing is running a circle sit down (laughs) that just because you see well I I can't go into detail (laughs) 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 I'm not saying what I do but I'm just saying being busy doesn't equal work getting done or progress being made and it's worth taking the time to reflect um honestly I am really good at reflecting in my professional life. I am mm-hmm. an expert at it. <laughs> and with, with, with younger people that I mentor in my same field, I tell them all the time, I am convinced that that's how I moved as far as quickly as I did because I reflect constantly. It does, even when something works, I, I'm thinking on a way to make it better. I can do that second nature when it comes to professionally. Personally, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> not at all. And I think I, I remember listening to an NPR show that was talking about like just how, especially how American work culture is, and how like there's no like pride in sitting still and just being. yeah. And so we stress ourselves out so much because it's like we have to do, 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 do. And I'm just like, mm, sometimes you got to sit with your thoughts. <laughs> you I, know. I mean, I do it. I, yeah. I sit with my thoughts because on, <laughs> and honestly, the truth of it is I'm just not quick on my feet. I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a quick thinker. Right. And that's not always a good thing. Like there are times, especially mm. when you're in a leadership position, like I am, there are times when you need yeah. to make a decision right now. But yeah, I'm I'm just not quick on my feet. And I have to I have to think things out, weigh my options. <laughs> right. So like I think again in that story they were talking about how like in America we have pride in being busy. And in that moment I For nothing took a step back and I was like there's no reason like even like even at my job they were like hey they do like employee recognition they're like I can email somebody at 7 o'clock on Saturday night and they will answer me and help me with this this and this 
I'm like, that's fine. That's not what I want to be. I just like I don't I don't think that's a thing to be praised. People need to have work life balance. And right. unless if you paying me I mean salary is a swindle. I would say that any day. But um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not paying me to be there every single second of the day and and then you make me pay for my health care. <laughs> no, I'm I, not gonna do I it. Heard. I turn my notifications off on my yeah. work email because if I see it, I'm going to address it. So yeah. I turn my, my notifications off on my work email. And when my peers try to contact me about stuff and I'm out of the office, I just don't answer. I don't answer yeah. the phone. I don't text back or anything. And they'll be like, hey, I tried to get with you. Such mm-hmm. and such, such, such. Yesterday, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, I was out of the office. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. I um, I had a meltdown. Soon after I started my job, because somebody was blowing me up on a Saturday night, I was like, I can't do this. See? I don't even Mm -hmm. keep my, like, I have a way to access my email on my phone, but it's me doing multiple steps to even get to my email, and so, like, I don't do it all the time, so (laughs) you're going to catch me while I'm at work, that's it. (laughs) Um, Then the last one was, can't see a good ROI, and so... I guess, especially in the role that I work in, um, ROI isn't as quick (laughs) as you think it is. Like, I think there's a lot of touch points before people act anyways. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, especially, okay, so, for example, I do Facebook advertising. And people are like, why aren't people buying immediately? I'm like, because it's Facebook. They went out there to look at puppies and their friend's baby picture. And they may look at it and be like, okay, that's cool. And they can go back like a week later, two weeks later, you know, and buy the thing. And then by then you think it was attributed to somebody else, but Facebook sold the seat. (laughs) So I'm always like, I think of ROI as a long game. And so like, I don't understand why people are like, oh, there's immediate ROI. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's, it takes time sometimes. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Except for me, because I'm an impulsive buyer, but it has to be something really good. <laughs> Listen, or I have to be really depressed because then I'll try to buy my happiness. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I um, my friend posted. Uh, basically, I'm I'm kind of into the planner thing right now, so she posted like a planner kit that she posted for this week because it was her wedding anniversary. So I was like, okay, let me go look and see what they got, and I bought other things so there was an immediate <laughs> ROI for that <laughs> See? but there's other things where like I look at it and I look at it and look at it and eventually I buy but um like even you know there's this watch and they literally blew me up with advertising so Facebook and Instagram all the time and I finally was like I finally went to the website directly and bought it but you don't realize what the benefit of other things to happen is. And that's right. what a lot of older leaders <laughs> struggle yeah. with. Yeah. It's like they feel like there's the one to one and you because don't Because they don't understand how even a lot of my friends, we were talking about this a while back. Mm-hmm. Like even we don't realize well, I didn't realize because I'm not in the advertising business, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize how those seeds are sown. Like 
yeah. how my phone knows everything about me and what I look at. And I just thought it was a coincidence, you know, that I looked at, you know, that I was looking at, I don't know, some wine glasses. And uh, and now I have a, a coupon from Pier One in my box and they have yeah. stemware on. Like, it's like, mm. I, you know, I didn't realize how much that was happening. Yeah. And I was like, it's so weird. I was just looking at, and then this popped up. <laughs> Surely they aren't spying on me. <laughs> yeah. yes. I, I feel like Facebook's listening to us. But yes, uh, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'd rather them show me something that I'm interested in than like something that's not. Like, don't show me a yacht because I can't buy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, also friends, I've been I've been trying to do this whole natural deodorant journey journey and um I've been like hitting a lot of like strikes and now like the deodorant brands I've been using since I was a high schooler or middle school, whatever, has come out with an aluminum free brand and I'm like, Thanks guys, I'm going back. <laughs> That's a whole aside. <laughs> but see, <laughs> if you reflect and you think back, I told you what the best natural deodorant was. I'm not going to say it because I would love to have a sponsorship with them. <laughs> but it is a little pricey. That's the only thing. It is a yeah. little pricey, but it's the best hands down. And I mean, I'm a strong girl. So if it can handle me, I feel yeah. like it can handle anyone. <laughs> Um, the secret is five dollars and doesn't have aluminum, <laughs> and I know it works. <laughs> so, so this is out now. <laughs> yeah. All right then, I'm taking it. Target out. and face, um, Target and Walmart. So. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> so moving along, we're going to talk about five tips on self reflection for personal growth. So this is more of a personal thing. You could definitely um apply it to your work life. So <laughs> the first thing <laughs> is be honest with yourself. <laughs> yes. So you don't do yourself any favors if you aren't 100% honest with yourself about how things are going and how you're behaving. Right. And so that goes back to my whole thing where I was like, girl, you're actually being a trash diabetic. I don't like when other people call me a trash diabetic, but I was just like, girl, you know, you ain't doing right. <laughs> <laughs> well- so I know I mentioned earlier that like I am not good at reflecting in my personal life, but it's <laughs> that I'm not good at the steps. It's I don't do it instinctively like mm-hmm. I do in my professional life. So for my personal life, it has to be specific. Like I got into an argument with a friend. It has to be something like that. Yeah. So I I have found that it took some time <laughs> and some um gentle uh prodding from my therapist but honestly when you learn to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't bite as bad as you think it would it actually it feels good because now I can fix it yeah. you know because at the same time that I'm like that's rude but I also know that I'm coming from a good place <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to treat me right. <laughs> right. The next one was notice behavior patterns. 
So they said we are all creatures of habit. Some of these habits are helpful and others are not. And so um, I think just the notion of like knowing that there's some things that I do. Like I come home, I put my shoes in a place. It's never in the closet where it's supposed to be. (laughs) And so I'm realizing, okay, girl, if you put it in the closet where it's supposed to be, you don't have to clean up all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so just think about things like that. And again, you know you the best, so you can realize your behavior patterns and kind of talk to you in a way that you will be willing to respond to compared to, like, other people. Right. It's actually funny. So I said be able to articulate your core values was the next one. It's funny because I sent a message to this week (laughs) to Chris and my other friend, um, Becca. (laughs) And I was like, what's your core values? And nobody answered. (laughs) I don't remember that. It was just in a lot of tech. Again, my WhatsApp loads slow sometimes. So I'll send stuff. But y'all are talking about something else, so it just never gets addressed. Oh, I re- like I I honestly would have answered. I don't remember that. But honestly, like for me, I don't I don't know fully what my core values are. Like I I kind of get what like ticks me off, and like I'm a big per- I'm a big family person. And so I don't understand what other people aren't big family people <laughs> because that's just what I am. But then, like, things like, and even now, I'm 30, and I'm still figuring out that, like, I expect the loyalty that I show people, and there's a lot of people who don't show me that loyalty, (laughs) and I'm just like, um, and honestly, it just gets to a point where, like, I don't feel like they're a true friend because they don't show me that loyalty. Yeah. And so it's either I come to them and be like, hey, you know, I don't feel you know like did you care about me because you're not doing this this and this or I just leave it alone yeah I'm big about both yeah and that is a great moment to reflect like when going through the thing for me things that evoke a strong reaction or a strong mm-hmm. emotion one of my friends not giving me what I would give them is mm-hmm. a great time to reflect for me and one thing that I've learned in so many ways, and I'm sure I've said this on the show before, but people deal with you in the capacity that they know how. Mm-hmm. So my idea of friendship and what I give, that person may not be capable of giving me that back. They're giving me their all. It's just not enough for me because my capacity is so, so much bigger. Yeah. So it's like, I have to stop and I have to think, okay, what do I know about said person? Mm. Is this person like, because if it's someone that's your friend and you've been around them long enough, like, you know, their intentions, you know, where they're coming from. Is she trying to be shady? Is she trying to like be funny with me? Or is this a pattern? Is this what she always does? And that's not to say that you, you know, shouldn't confront people because if someone offends you you can't continue to get upset about it if you Mm. don't ever confront them and give them the opportunity to correct it because they may not even know that they did something wrong (laughs) but it's a great time to what are you laughing at (laughs) Uh, 
because this is my ENFP. Like I, I sense a lot of people's emotions, and I'm an empath, and so I don't understand why people don't my emotions. But I instead, in the past, I've held grudges instead of just asking, like, "Hey, what's going on? Like, I feel right. this way. Like, you know, what's going on?" And sometimes it's just literally people operate so differently from you. <laughs> and part of being because I am a fellow empath, part of being an empath too is understanding that we do feel things bouncing off other people. And sometimes what that person is emitting doesn't have anything to do with you. Emotional contagion. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that is where I'm good at reflecting in personal life is when it's something specific and I can stop and think back. And I always start with me. What did I bring to the situation and how could I have handled this better? Because I can't control anyone but me. Yeah. So I always start with me and it's not, it wasn't always easy in the beginning to be honest with myself about my ways. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, after some encouragement from professionals, I I think I'm a little bit better about it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think honestly, like, I could do a better job of even just like listing the shallow feelings that I have and then digging deeper into I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna you're talking about shallow the song. I was about to say you anyways. Um no, but just like at the very brim of my feelings, just listing it out. And you know, I can go and come back and then there's always something deeper in that. but just kind of like working on my self-awareness and my emotional awareness so the next one was be forgiving so they say change Mm -hmm. is hard all habits are hard to break be gentle with yourself when you don't get it right it's okay right we're all human we all make mistakes don't call yourself a trash diabetic going in (laughs) i mean i am but (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting better uh, <laughs> actually honestly like because i've been tracking i i set a goal for myself to at least take my blood sugar four times a day last week okay. six out of seven days i took my blood sugar at least four times a day maybe more <laughs> so that was really good <laughs> don't well, star you. for doing it <laughs> but yeah the whole be forgiving thing and so yeah i've learned and i think Actually, this is a great talk of, time to talk about our kind of journal topic for the week. Yeah. So we talked about reflection for the past month and kind of what lessons you learned. And so last month when I was working out, I was trying to hit at least 500 calories and I was so frustrated. Part of it is my watch is very old. So sometimes, like I said, I'd be running on my like elliptical. And I know, like, the elliptical itself says I'm, like, 150, and I look at my watch, and it says I'm at, like, 50. And I'm, like, girl, yeah, that yeah. would mean I'm, like, halfway dead. <laughs> 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 and so I got so frustrated about the numbers. Pretty much every Monday is a struggle workout because I haven't worked out at least for one day, maybe two. And yeah. so today, um, I was just, like, you're here. So even today, I was, like, dude. 10 pounds seems a little bit heavier than it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, you're here and you can make it. So I did like, 
I did cardio. I did arms, which for some reason on the Apple Watch, it doesn't really show as like much calories burned as legs, which I also did. <laughs> and so it was just like I kind of made a way and even like set a goal where like my Apple Watch is not a hundred percent active accurate when it comes to the calories I burn. Yeah. It's just not. And so I'm like, at the very least, if I can burn the three hundred and fifty calories that I said I was gonna burn that day, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I did. And then, you know, I went to um, you know, sauna and I went home. And I was like, at least I, I hit that goal. So like even though like before I was like, oh I gotta burn five hundred of this calorie and you know, work out the bus. I allow myself to like be gentle and realize that like this isn't fully accurate of what I'm burning. Like it's yeah. just not. And you're still gonna be okay. I still see like I don't know, I haven't weighed myself since February sixth. So oh, God. March the sixth is my next weigh in day. But at the same time, I know I see the change in my body. Like I'm starting to see like curves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to see actually I have hips you know I mean and that's like, what's important and my you know middle is like slendering down some and you know yeah I'm not measuring it but I'm starting to see it and so I'm more gentle with myself and knowing that like Monday is always gonna be a struggle because I ain't worked out <laughs> in a few days and as long as you're there and you're present and you keep doing it that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you laughing? I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you as long as you're there and, you know, because I haven't even got to that part. Yeah. So <laughs> for my reflection for this month, and I forgot what the prompt, oh, the prompt was like, what have you learned over the past month? Mm-hmm. And who was the teacher? Mm-hmm. And um, I clearly have a learning disability because (laughs) I am a slow learner. (laughs) And sometimes I feel like God is like, really? (laughs) Again? (laughs) (laughs) But again, I have to learn that same lesson of believe people when they show you who they are. Mm -hmm. And that's not, uh, and I don't even mean that in a negative way, even. Mm -hmm. Like, you will save yourself. so so much everything you'll save yourself so much brain power you'll save yourself so much pain over being upset over something when I already know this about you like I already know this is how you operate and it's like I'm just (sighs) (laughs) so I'm the type of learner that I can master the lesson I am not very good at application (laughs) So as long as you are teaching me a skill in isolation, I got that shit. (laughs) But you want me to apply it to real life? Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because the other article, one of the questions for self-reflection is like, what are you avoiding? (laughs) And I was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) Oh, I am not. I am not tackling that one. Right, we don't have time for all the things. I'm gonna be honest with myself and say that I am not tackling that yeah. one. 
But what am I avoiding? How dare you even bring that up, Joy? What am I avoiding? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am mad. <laughs> it's our favorite Kobe tactic. <laughs> we gotta let it go. <laughs> I am mad. Fuck it up. You are rude. I am. <laughs> Like I like I tell people when I do preach a little bit, I'm, I'm talking to me as long as I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, I feel victimized. Uh, so the last part was um, keep a track of your self-reflection. So they say start a journal where you record your observations and monitor your personal growth. And so like, honestly... Like I said, my journal is like a very sad place. So I bought it. <laughs> what? It's a very sad place. So I bought it a little bit. Well, when I was heading back from my dad's funeral. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I go in that journal, it's, it's sad. <laughs> like, it's just very gotcha. sad. And so, but also, like, my thoughts are kind of like, I don't sit down to think. And that is one thing that I will work on. Uh, my thoughts are very fleeting, like as I'm on the go. <laughs> yeah. So it's like for people like me, like I love my handwriting and I love being analog, but I also realize that like there's some parts where I have to be digital because my phone's mm. on me all the time, and my you know my my journal, my planner is not, <laughs> and so I just have to mm. find a happy medium between the two. Yeah, the whole notion of just keeping track of when you do reflect on things. And in the other story as well, I was talking about, you know, your reflection might not be writing. It might just be sitting and talking to somebody. And maybe you keep a quick recap about that. But, like, you know. Yeah. I'm going to go really quick over the top five questions for self-reflection. Okay. So the first one was, what are my values? And that's a big one where I just, I do want to be able to understand my values to a point where I can spit it. Be like, my values are this, 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 and this. Um, yeah. It's really tangled in a lot of emotion right now, so I got to bring that out. <laughs> the second one was, in what ways do my words and actions reflect or fail to reflect my values? <sighs> Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> 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 Third was what are areas in which I'm doing well and what are areas in which I can improve? Mm-hmm. The fourth was how am I caring for myself that I so that I am mentally and physically at my best? And then the fifth one was what have I learned myself learned about myself today, this week, this month, this year? That's the easiest one. Because <laughs> I yeah have to figure out the things about who I am, but um yeah um um I strongly urge everyone to check out these articles and get back with us and give us your feedback on like your process for reflecting or or what reading these articles made you feel if they made you angry in an eye always. <laughs> Uh, anger, I tell my boyfriend all the time. Anger is the first and easiest. Uh, it really is emotion to, you know, tap into. And then it's like, what's behind that anger? Why am I angry? Uh, which is another thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll definitely give you the articles. Um, 
I just pray and hope that you spend some time with self-reflection because at the end of the day, this world is full of go, go, go. And there's a lot of emotions that we're dragging with us, especially as Black women and trauma Mm -hmm. that we're dragging with us and that we never really dealt with. And it's time for us to take that time and free ourselves from these emotions and this trauma in the best way that we know how. So. (laughs) Amen. And amen. (laughs) Actually, the word is me. (laughs) Thank you. But anyways, so moving along to our favorite part of the pod, the pour you a drink. Chris, you want to go first on the pour you a drink section? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, I am buying a drink for my dear mother. Hey, mom. Yay. My mom bought me a weighted blanket. Mm y'all <laughs> my eyes have seen the glory let me tell you I <laughs> last night <laughs> first of all it's cold so it was easy to sleep with it I don't know what's going to happen when it warms up because the blanket itself is very warm <laughs> um, she bought me a 20 pound one mm. and I don't think I realized how heavy 20 pounds is. <laughs> first of all I can't I can I can't even I can't even fold it because I can't pick it up. Like <laughs> y'all, when I put that thing on me, it was like <laughs> it was like a hug from the ancestors saying, You deserve this rest. Okay. And we all know that I have a horrible time with sleep. I'm just terrible at it. I slept through the night last night. I woke up one time and that was too tingle. And I move a lot in my sleep. You can't do that with this blanket. <laughs> you can't move. Yeah. I woke up in literally the same spot that I went to sleep in, and that never happens. Huh. <laughs> so, I mean, I it still took me a while to get to sleep, but when I fell asleep, I was asleep. So I'm just so thankful to my mommy. And y'all just have to know my mom. She's really cheap. So yeah. <laughs> I've been begging her for one of these for a while. And my my granny already told me that my mom was like whining about how much she cost. Right. <laughs> but mom, listen, thank you for investing in your baby. I am going to buy you a glass of red wine. Um, a, I don't want to mispronounce it after drinking so much rum, a Sauvignon Blanc. No, that's that's white. Right. <laughs> I was like, man. Hey, I caught it, okay? <laughs> I do know the difference, okay? Okay. Anyway, that is my that is my drink um choice for tonight for my mommy. Who are you buying a drink, drink for <laughs> Doyen, let me tell you something. You're not going to come for me and my rum and my rum-infested vernacular, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, so my my drink was a little bit more serious. And so, like, I listen to NPR pretty much all the time. I don't even know the local radio stations apart from NPR. I feel like lately, especially on the weekends, they get me with like just the 
the awful shit that Ice be doing. <laughs> mm. And so, like, I just want to buy a drink, a warm drink for all the people that are affected by the good for nothing, ratchet as fuck Ice. So, like, there's, Amen. like, kids that are separated from their moms. And the thing about it is, like, when the kids are in their detention centers, even if they have siblings, they can't, like, have physical contact with them. So there is a right. story that I heard where, like, you know, the baby, one, well, it was, like, three or four kids with one mom, and the baby was a baby and couldn't, like, none of their siblings could hug the baby and, like, have him feel warmth from somebody who was his family member. And, you know, like, there's other stuff that he did. And, like, there's one situation this weekend where, like, his dad, like, basically applied to be the sponsor for his child and then they deported the dad and the dad is like the one that makes money and things like that and so it's just like i just feel like fucking up like i know with the whole like news cycle that like you know we're mad at one thing and then they move on to another thing but i just want to buy a drink whether it's a juice or tequila or beer it's just all the people that are being affected day to day life with the bullshit that our racist ass administration. So, mm-hmm. um, sending y'all lots of love. Um, I hate, and even like the lawyers that are like fighting for these people. Like, just, I want everybody to have a drink. <laughs> I can't afford yes. it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just lots of love. Dismantle so ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so it's been a lovely other episode of Poor Life Decision. <laughs> Yay! Um, we're just so grateful. <laughs> we're so grateful and happy that you listen to us um, every single week and just, you know, kiki with us no matter where you are, whether it's in the house or at work like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we love y'all um be sure to check us out Adoyan, tell them all the places where they can talk to us okay so on instagram we are poor life decision one decision because we're changing them one at a time um on twitter we are pld pod and we just love to talk to you like like I said, we're from Mississippi. We're from the hospitality state. We talk to anybody. Like, we're friends with people <laughs> in the elevator for, like, four seconds. <laughs> like, please talk to us because we love talking to y'all. Um, we do, we would love for you to um, review us on iTunes if you think that yes. we're super. Five stars. Right, five stars, not four. Anyways, um, if you think we're a great pod and, um, you know, you would like for other people to find us, we'd love for you to review us and email us sometimes if you have some questions, if you want us to cover a particular poor life decision, you can email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. So that's it. That's all the ways you can contact us. All right, y'all. Um, it's been a great show. Thank you for joining us this week. We love y'all and good night. Hey, love Bye. you. <laughs>